Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 7, Why You Shouldn't Build a Home Gym. I think the last year really shook up how people are thinking about home gyms. The convenience of working out at home. The communities that sprung up around this topic are so wholesome and supportive. I kid you not, they're amazing. And it's very easy to get wrapped up and dragged into the world of home gyms and let the excitement and emotion turn into rash impulse buys. And this is the second episode regarding home gyms, but unlike the first episode, I want to focus on why you shouldn't make a home gym. And if you missed last week's episode, consider giving it a listen. Now, I love my home gym, and I counted. So far, I've said home gym seven times so far this episode already, but I'm proud of my uh, workout space. And it took a long time to get it where it is. And if I broke down the total value of what all the equipment is worth, not necessarily what I paid for it, I could have paid for several years at a commercial gym, which if you think about what it costs to go to a commercial gym, which is handled in small payments each month, 30, 40, $50, as long as you're going regularly, it's easy to get your money's worth. Or if you're doing something like CrossFit, which I Googled what the average cost per month for CrossFit gym is, it's 180 to $200 a month, if you're wondering it would still take a long time for your CrossFit membership to catch up with the home gym cost. But thinking about more traditional or big box gyms, the equipment they offer, facilities like a pool or sauna, full cardio suites, classes, in order to have all these options at home, the cost would be astronomical. Plus the required room you would need for everything just incredible. And I think cost is the big reason I can't recommend a home gym to everyone. But what about space? I mentioned last week that you should consider the space you have. And depending on the equipment you want to bring home, this could impact your living situation. It could be an eyesore or take up a lot of room. You may rent your home or apartment and need to be careful not to damage the walls or bother neighbors. HOAs, uh, homeowners associations, They may have some rules about garage gyms or putting workout equipment in a shed. And if you're banging weights and dropping them in the evening, the HOA may send you a letter to penalize you. At the end of the day, I'm a huge advocate for having some equipment at home, even if it's not a full gym, if for no other reason than the convenience. And I don't mind all the hours spent alone or miss some of the common workout equipment. This all definitely works for me, but for the sake of argument, let's pretend I do need social interaction, which is a big one for a lot of people. I've made a lot of friends at the gym. Well, okay, I've, I've, made, I've made acquaintances. I've gotten to know people well enough to at least be comfortable asking for a spot. Training from home cut out the social aspect completely. The in-person aspect anyways. There were no words of encouragement or someone yelling as I put up a hard set. I made do with recording on my phone and sending it to friends. They send me theirs, and that works for me. But it's definitely lonely. I miss the dubstep on semi-blown speakers. I miss the sounds of weights clanging. I miss seeing people who are stronger than me giving me someone to chase down. And weirdly enough, I miss that smell. The rubber flooring, commercial cleaners, years of chalk caked into the floors and walls. The smell is deeply embedded in my brain and it's, it's just not something I can recreate at home. And this is all skipped over specialty gyms. And I don't really know how to properly define a specialty gym. They may have a better name too. But this would be any gym 
that specializes in a specific sport. So martial arts gyms, which may not have as much in terms of equipment, but benefit from having sparring and training partners. Or in my case, uh, rock climbing gyms. Unless you're blessed with a lot of space, money, and people to help build it, it's very difficult to have a climbing wall at home. I have a cool fingerboard, but it's nowhere as effective as actually climbing. So my only option is to go to a gym or... I guess I could go climb real rock outside, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm, I'm just talking about gyms here. So even though I have a home gym, there are some aspects of my training that I can't do at home by myself. So along with the cost of getting the equipment, the space it takes up, the loneliness you're more than likely going to experience, definitely think about whether or not you'll have access to all the tools you'll want or need, or if you'll be able to add them to your gym over time. Back to the climbing gym example. It's pretty standard while they are a climbing gym first, almost every climbing gym includes at least a modest workout area included in the membership. Whether it's a high-end full-service weight room or a modest squat rack and some bumpers, it's still likely a good deal compared to starting and building your own home gym. This next one pertains to those who commute to work, or now this includes people who work from home. Going to a gym and giving yourself some separation to work out or vent, uh, release some stress, When I go to a gym, the drive can help mentally prepare me for the workout and allow me to focus. I just put on some music and get into the right headspace. And after I'm done, the ride home lets me slow down and prepare to relax for the evening. Sometimes when lifting at home, the home life can bleed into my workouts. Uh, The dog will need to go out, laundry needs to be moved, something exploded and made a mess. The last thing to mention is that when training at home, your education and exposure to new training methods or techniques is limited to how much time you put into learning. When in a gym, you're constantly exposed to new people with varying goals or at different points in their training and education. Most of them are willing to share tips or explain a bit of their mindset. Most gyms have staff who could help answer questions or trainers that you could hire on an hourly basis to work directly with you. There's no right or wrong answer when it comes to choosing the home gym option or not. It has its pros and its cons for sure. For me, a home gym was the next natural progression for my training. For you, your needs may be different. If you do decide to build a home gym, I'd love to see it. Share a post of your home gym with me on Instagram. I'll leave a link in the show notes. If you made it this far, thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. If you enjoyed the show, a great way to show support is to simply click that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out. But that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.